want? I, 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 I made your bet. I know, I know. I got to change the bet. I got $21,000 here. So you add it on to the 19 grand. It's $40,000 in all. Scrap the whole bet? Scrap the whole bet. I want to make a six-way parlay. Celtics, Sixers game. What's the line? Still plus one. Plus one. Okay, so I want the Celtics to cover. I want the Celtics halftime. I want Garnett points and rebounds. Garnett block shots. Celtics opening tip. Do you take lightning bets? Yeah, but you don't want any part of lightning bets. Come on. A thousand dollars a point. Okay, take this. And this is a gift for me. What's I this? Just, for, for just what tolerating this? me for all this time, okay? No, no, no. I already have a Rolex. I don't need your watch. Listen, it's probably fell off a truck anyway. Listen, but what do you know? Gone at this, gone at that. What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. Uncut Jams 2019 Safety Brothers film. I'm here with Jordan. Hello, Jordan. Hey. Hey. Ahoy. Ahoy. She picked this movie. And here with... Dylan Tamazi, a.k.a. Shorty. Hello. Tony's not here. He's looking after a rabbit. Um, <laughs> That's the reason he's not here. Is that here. really why? That's really why. <laughs> so it's Sorry, a- I can't come. I had to. I have to walk my goldfish today. <laughs> no, no, he's for real because um, Christmas is coming up. It's the present for our niece. So his job is to keep it alive. And apparently when they're in a new environment and, a they're, bad job. and they're young, they can easily die. But um, we're not talking about oh. rabbits. Damn. We're talking about Uncut Gems. What a classic thrill ride. Um, before oh, we yeah, get- you know who else easily died? Um, easily? Geez. I don't know. I think he was- <laughs> I wouldn't think it was easy. I think it was <laughs> hard-earned. I think they gave him a lot of chances <laughs> just to pay. And uh, no, nah, we'll get into that shortly. Um, but Shorty, Team Edward mm. or Jacob? Edward. So yes. We told you. We, were get- we, you we, did, we did guess that. that was- Thank you for being sane. Yeah, we were debating whether it was going to be like someone like Team the Doctor, Doctor Dad, but then it was like, nah, he would just Carlisle. Def- yeah, Team Carlisle, but like, yeah, he would definitely go Patterson because he loves um yeah Eisenberg. They look they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have those like deep sunken cheeks and planes mm. for faces. It's really um enchanting. Anyway, this this movie here, I knew about it. I knew it was going to be a, a banger because I heard good things. This is before I watched Good Time. I was just like, mm. oh, I'll put it off, keep putting it off. I went a long time to watch. And I, when I watched it, I was like, why did I wait so long? It's one of those movies. Like, why did I wait like a year to watch this? Yeah. It's really frustrating because I was just like, you know, you, you've seen it before with um, Punch Drunk Love. Like, Sandler has had his hand into the dramatic roles. And now with this absolute banger, like, he's actually immersed himself so well. He does funny shit, but I'm not laughing. I'm just like, what? The- just. Absolutely, because of the score, because of the direction, because of the like atmosphere, I'm just fucking sucked in to this guy's life. And plus, I'm a bit uh, biased as well because I do see his actions through my like I've done that through my life as well, just gambling and fucking yeah. the spiral you get in. It's just and it's yeah. and it's so depressing the ending too. It's fucking crazy good movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was excited to watch it because Adam Sandler. You know, I guess he's a big part of my childhood. In all these funny movies, like I love The Water Boy, I love Big Daddy, I love Happy Gilmore, like all of those movies. That's the thing, like that girl is the devil. Gatorade sucks, but no, and water sucks. Tarantino, baby. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um the the only like half serious movie, well. Yeah, the only half serious movie I've seen him in is Big Daddy, and that still has such like a large comedic what? element. <laughs> it's pretty. Actually, I guess kind of serious at the end. There's like a, co- it's a pretty custody intense battle, and he's it's pretty good. You know, 
Like, I hate this kid, and then he, I love this kid, and then I'm not ready to be a father, and, like, that's kind of deep. Yeah, um, it is good. But, yeah, this was, like, a serious, serious movie, and I think it did really good. I was impressed. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's, like, mm. it's not, like, an easy watch either. It's, like, edgy-a-seat type stuff, and there's really not much crazy stuff happening, really. Just one guy's life being hounded, and it's, like, two hours and 15 minutes, and it flies. It's not a, like, yeah. slow moment. It's insane. Yeah, because I, I was thinking of, um, to be honest, when I, whenever I watch a movie, I'm always very keen to just sort of peer into our protagonist's life or the world a bit, you know? So, like, I'm very happy when the first 20, 30 minutes of a movie, like, doesn't really have that much setting up to do, but, you know, you just immerse yourself in the world, get a feel for it. And I think the movie did that pretty well. And even the setup actually you know, about him being, like, a massive gambling addict and owing all this money and you see all this unfold. You know, I remember thinking, like, okay, cool. Like, that's the setup. Um, let's go. And 50 minutes had already passed. Like, 51 minutes when I was like, crazy, oh, shit, eh? actually. This like, is the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the movie. Like, this movie had, was written 10 years ago with Adam Sandler in mind. So, yeah. like, they must have just seen something in him. Okay, a goatee. Can go two ways, or, or like you, you can either look like a badass, or you look like a fucking skeezy, greasy looking dude, and that's what <laughs> that's what Santa looks like because that's- it just suits him so perfectly. This fucking like rat look. Oh, and why the hell? Legit. Why the hell does Julia um, Fox, whatever her name is, Julia lead Fox. Julia Fox? Why is she so into him? Or I don't know because I thought she's not. I thought at one point <laughs> she would just run away with the money, the hundred sixty k. Like, that was the moment where I was like, okay, maybe she's in love with him in a weird way. Maybe there's, like, a dependency relationship there or I don't know what's going on. But so that was a perfect chance. You know, this guy's a big-time loser. Like, he's getting beaten up. He's fucking not the greatest, like, partner. Very immature relationship, like, throughout. Like, they speak like they're teenagers to each other. Like, blowing up over, like, I don't know if it's a miscommunication, but whatever it is, it's, like, fucking- Are you wet? <laughs> you can talk through it. Yeah, even that shit. But, um- yeah, it's so crazy. But that's that's the thing in that little um that scene where he's like having the little breakdown in the office. Yes. And he's like, Don't don't look at me. And just- um she like comes in and she she just thinks like all his problems are related to their little fight. hundred percent with the weekend. <laughs> I don't know she, what it is. And like when she unzips her skirt and has Howie Oh my her god. Ass, yes. Like but- that's such a uh literally skin surface solution to such a deep <laughs> problem on his end. Like, she's got no fucking idea. She's like, I'm sorry if this is about me and about what happened between us. Well, is she- She's got no fucking clue. Is she- I would have slept with a weekend. Fuck this guy. Well, the funny thing is, <laughs> I know you've probably heard the um, quote from her, like, I'm the, I'm the muse for the Safety Brothers, or whatever she says. I was his muse. Yeah, I'm the his muse. muse uncut jams. Uncut jams. Oh my god. Yeah. So that line <laughs> is actually accurate. It was not like crazy. It was just her character and what her life was like because they knew her and they're like just interested in that side of her life. And so they wrote the character based on her. But it's not like the movie doesn't revolve around her at all. She's just a fun side character that really shows you how bad of a dude Howard Ratner is, like Adam Sandler's mm-hmm. character. So it's just like it's not a positive thing being the muse for that character. Because just you and your fucking shallowness and everything else, like all the bad funny things, though. It's funny, like, and she's hot as fuck too. So I'm not surprised, like, you uh, pass but it. watching him like dirty text her in the closet was so cringe. <laughs> what was with that? And- 
What it kind of so kink is that? To watch it, watch him he's do so it. he's so hip, man. Are you wet? Lol. But like, what's the what's the kink <laughs> there? What's he trying to do? Wasn't he's tasting in- like a dad, but like <laughs> in a really gross way. <laughs> but, no, but like, it's supposed to be a sexual thing, right? And like, is it he, is he testing her? Like saying, will she like touch herself? Like, is she just you know? Sometimes I know I've been guilty of it. You like sex talking, but you're not. You're saying I'm rubbing myself, but you're actually not rubbing yourself. Things like that. <laughs> like what? I wonder if she like. But she's no, actually. I are you think, horny on me? I right just now, think Shane? that he <laughs> is. I think they're both like pretty unimaginative. Actually, like their whole interaction is so tired. You know what I mean? Like they don't listen to each other. No one listens to each other. That's the whole point about this whole movie. Really, is that like no one listens to each other. Everyone's pretty terrible. You're at that for like, himself. Guy, Everyone is. Yeah, no one, like, he can't interact with his family. His kids family like the same, though. They're fucking, they're d- the sons are on the same path, sadly enough. Yeah. So, it's not like, so I think, truthfully, it's like, I don't really think that it goes as deep as he was, like, testing her, so to speak. But I think it just shows, like, I just, I there's not really so much weird. there. That's what I'm saying. That's another case that's saying that she's into him. So, like, so, Sean, what do you think? I think, is I mean, she, she, into him? she is. She is in the sense that it's like, she, no one has thought about it so much. You know when you just get into bad relationships and, like, they just last forever because no one questions anything. Like, that's it. She's like, well, probably relationships are meant to be with rich people who it, treat you like shit. So, it's like a nice sugar things. daddy like, type situation, you're thinking. Yeah, and she probably yeah. appreciates it. He's getting a divorce from his wife as well. I, like, but- I know, I think the divorce, the divorce is a consequence of him, of her finding Adultery. out about his affair. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, well, she knows about it. I'm getting divorced. I need somebody. It's going to be my mm. mistress that I don't have any real connection with. That's why, like, when they were having that little conversation when she, uh, when his wife was, like, trying on her butt, butt mitzvah, I'm going to Yeah, it's fucked. That. that was a great scene. Um, her, her dress again, he's like, I'm, I regret everything. Like, I don't love her. It's over. It's done. It was, it was never a thing to begin with. Like, he just, like, backpedaled so quickly, like, literally. So, he's, out of the dynamic relationship, he's way lower like on the scale, like so it's a seesaw and he's lower and she's way higher on him because he's willing to just get back with his ex-wife, which is probably for family matters. And that's the whole thing. Like she's is she put on a brave face as well for her family. Is that like the pressures of like a Jewish religion and stuff? Like the divorce rates, they don't want to be known to be divorced or anything like that. Like they even they try to I keep up. It's just the pressures of it's just the pressures of married life and like being pretty rich and stuff like that. Like you're meant to have everything in order. <laughs> you, know, you don't tell people about keep up appearances and shit. And shit. Yeah, damn. Because it's doggy dog. Hold you know what I mean? Together for kids as well. Which is dumb. But which yeah. is crazy. They don't even care. Probably because it's not important to his life. That's pretty cool. The focus of this movie is what he's into, which is like fucking gambling. <laughs> which is fucking. Well, it's awesome. pretty funny, you know. Because I mean, as soon as I got the gist of what this movie was, I was like, "Damn, no wonder Shane loves this movie." In like, <laughs> I don't in love a it though. Very like. Love hate relationship. I'm sure you watch it. And oh, feel bro, a bit guilty. I get stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it like God. Makes damn. you think. Well, like even when they said the first bet, like I took the first bet off. Like, what you took the first off, first bet off? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's freaking. Yeah, I hit so big. I hit so big. Oh my god. <laughs> I hit so I'm big. gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the cast in this is so good too. Like they got like that um, Broadway star we just talked about, the wife. Um, even the little, like the, the goons, he's so good, like just threatening the, like, he's like the shark mm. in the water, like circling the whole movie. I rewatch that really helps too. Just know him. He's the guy yeah. who does the bullet thing. Um, even yeah. Like, yeah. KG, 
awesome. Good cameo slash role. I know he plays himself, but it's fucking, he really yeah, sells. Yeah, it's pretty obsessive. funny, isn't it? Yeah. I, uh, I was going to say, it's always funny when people play themselves and like maybe take it a bit too seriously, but it's it's good that KG was like, bro, I need this fucking gem, bro. It's like literally the thing that's like wormed into my mind. I'm obsessed. Take this money. Take and it, take he's it, take it. toned down too. You listen to him like real life interviews and stuff because I'm a big NBA fan. Yeah. He's like so gangster right, where he talks and stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we also got Lakeith Stanfield. Love yeah, that. I love Lakeith Stanfield. He's man. so good, man. And like, was this on his rise? He got, what year was um, Get Out? Because that was one of his rise movies too. Even though it was in it for fucking for a scene or two, but he stands out. And Atlanta. Did you ever see that movie where he's like, um, nah, he works at a sorry call to bother center, you. Like the really, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, yeah. Is he good in that? It's really. He's really good. It's a good. It's a weird. Indie movie. But yeah, it looks good, looks weird. We can pick it maybe. Um, maybe. Wait, was he the was he the guy that was hustling the fake? Rolexes? Yes. So he yeah he's okay. He's a guy who gets commission on bringing in athletes and like rich people. That's all he is. Job okay. is, which okay. is a pretty cool guy, and it just shows. It's like he's the perfect guy to show the hypocrisy of Howard. So he's like giving the old run around about like oh mm-hmm. I need I need the gem I need the gem he gets the gem. Where's my ring, motherfucker? Or some shit like that. Oh, I don't have the ring. <laughs> it's just like, and then he gets him to run around. It's just like crazy how everyone has got their own little a- uh, angle. Um, yeah, it's such a fucking good movie. Have you noticed as well with his accent? I don't know if it's like the um, sound design or what, but I feel like he's very soft spoken as well. Like mm. he says things, but is that intentional? People that can't hear him. Like he's, I just got a vibe. Where- I actually think it's probably the massive teeth. To be honest, I think yes. maybe it was difficult. <laughs> to talk. But like, Without having them fall out. <laughs> it didn't distract me, though. No, I thought it really fit the character. I was like, mm. this guy would have, like, the most expensive set of dentures that look <laughs> fake as shit that you could find. <laughs> um, this is the guy that would have them. So, yeah, I just thought it was, like, the characterization of, of how he's really good. You know when you, like, see characters that you're meant to be critical of and sometimes a lot of the time, well, not, yeah, sometimes, you know, People are just very two-dimensional. They say, gambling addict, bad person, and, like, that's it. Well, you, but could, it's like, you could argue he is very two-dimensional, though, too, because, well, it's, like, more like one-track brain. Like, he doesn't see yeah, he's doing anything wrong. But that's not two-dimensional. Yeah. Like, you know, like, he actually does have things going from. He feels guilty about what he does, mm, and he, which like, part? stresses out about it. What does he feel guilty about? Just because he keeps doing it doesn't mean he doesn't feel guilty. But, you know, he's, know. like- <laughs> Maybe because it's a full-on addiction. Yeah, it is addiction. Because it doesn't show, it doesn't show it's remorse. Like, that's what. That's the thing. That's what. That's fucked up. That's no, I know, it, but I mean, like, it, when he breaks down in the office, it's like, he goes, how did I get here? But obviously, we know how he got there. And then even before fuck. that, when he, like, sends um, pictures of, like, that money to the guy that he owes money to, like, his brother-in-law or whatever, it's like, obviously, he wants to to do it, but then he just feels like, Compelled I don't know. As soon as again. yeah, as soon as he's like given the whole hype speech to KG with the rock, and he starts because yeah. the only thing you can really talk about is like gambling and stuff because he uses an analogy like they don't believe in you. This is the score. This is and he starts talking himself into the bet exactly. as he's talking him up. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? It's like he's trying to hustle. He's hustling himself in a weird way. It's all like full circle all the time. This is what gambling's about. As soon as you get like an idea in your head, like okay, this bet is going to hit. You just just make excuses. Like I've I've opened and closed so many accounts on sports betting like things because I have that urge. I'm like fuck. I need to open another bet from this fucking agency. Blah blah blah. 
And if I didn't look, it wouldn't be a problem. It's just the fucking looking, getting your mind in the wrong place. You're all fucked up. So, it's Are just- you implicitly saying that you're a gambling addict? Yes, oh, 100%. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I know I'm a gambling addict, which is the biggest step. Like, just don't make excuses. Anyway, but talking about how he's a piece of shit, I love at the start how this guy, like one of his workers, he's worked there for eight years. He's like pleading his case with his boss. He's like, I want more appreciation, man. You're fucking dealing with fish. Like, fuck, man, I'm busting my ass for you. You're not giving me appreciation. And his response to that, like these eight years of hard service, he's like, holy shit, I'm going to come. <laughs> look, at this, look at this rock. And he goes, no, fuck this. I don't know if he even quit either because I thought he was in the latest scene, but I might be mistaken. <laughs> but like, I think he was in the latest scene at a different jewelry shop. Because that's what he was threatening. He's like, other people are going to want me, bro. Yeah. Other people are going to appreciate me for real. And, <laughs> and then, he's just yeah, like- I think that was the little glimpse of that. Oh, so that was him in the other What a shitty one. career. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, for eight years, though. It's like you in this winery sh- business, yeah. shorty. <laughs> Fuck it. I know, Shane. <laughs> it wasn't eight years, Shut though. up about it. Was it a year? You can probably tell everyone your situation, just so we get some more Yeah, context. it was a year, yeah. So, I decided to become like an apprentice winemaker. And viticulturalist, and basically they just like underpaid me to shit. So now I'm broke and, as fuck and, and stop paying you back in at retail. A point too. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> that's what happened. I was like, bro, to my boss, he's like, what the fuck are you doing playing with fish? <laughs> you need to fucking pay me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna come. Um, at least, like, <laughs> well, if you're hot as fuck, you could be someone's muse, and you could be like in a movie. So. Yeah, in a movie called Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. I work on it. I heard that that quote, Uncut Jams, like so many times from TikTok. Yeah. Well, f- that's the thing. Like I watched the movie and then kind of went down a little rabbit hole, like looking <laughs> yes, into she's- Julia Fox. And like, do you guys remember that meme where like someone's like, "Did you do your makeup or did you have someone do that for you?" And she's like, "I actually did it myself." It just yeah. went. <laughs> have you heard that? That's like I, I know, you know she's very vapid. <laughs> very vapid. But then she's kind of, she's like, I don't know, she's such an enigma. Like, I was watching other shit, like, <laughs> started watching heaps of Julia Fox stuff, and, like, there's that little headline that when she dated Kanye West, I think that's why the movie got popular kind of again, when she started dating Kanye. Mm. Um, But, like, they well, she- broke up because Kanye said on a radio show that he didn't like when she went goblin mode. And what that's so fucking fuck? funny. Goblin mode. What the fuck is um, goblin mode? Like goblin nuts or something? Uh, who knows? It sounds great. No, go- like as in like feral. Like yeah, ah, I know. Goblin I know. Mode. It's actually yeah. the it's the newest addition to the dictionary, so you can look it up next. Really? Year. Like is a it really? slang goblin dictionary? Mode. Yeah, yeah. They have cool. a survey every year to find the word of the year that they put in the dictionary, and goblin mode just won. So you not joking? Or you're That's jo- so good. Oh, awesome. No, not joking. Not joking. Damn. <laughs> She's like a really good artist. Like she. She does like she does quite a few things. She's like a Montessori education. God damn, you're on stand. the you're on the fox train now, eh? Yeah, I kind of I kind of like her, but then she's kind of yeah, she's kind of weird at the same time. So, but the thing is too, God bless the Safety Bros must see the same thing you're seeing, like just an enigma type person. Like, what is going on in your head? Unique. What are you doing? So that's what that's why it works so good in the movie. But being that hot helps massively. Do you think she slept one of the brothers? I think she did. No, no. I think so. 100%. I really love they the Safety Brothers. They met in man. a coffee shop, apparently. What are you saying apparently for? <laughs> well, that's what it said on her IMDb well, then, uh, yeah, well, trivia true. page. You shouldn't believe anything <laughs> you read. Her without her eyebrows as well? No. Julia Fox? She does look very different right now. She has, like, no eyebrows, bro. It's crazy. Or maybe she has, like, it's really thin eyebrows. part of her um, imagery. She's gone, gone goblin mode. <laughs> gone goblin mode. Did you know Tilda Swinton's in this movie? 
She's what? the voice of the um, appraiser for the That's cool. gem auction. That's awesome. Yeah. Big Cute fan. Cameo. Big fan of Big Time, I reckon. She's like, oh, can I guess? Can um, I do something real quick? And she's like, yeah, jump on the. Yeah, what was that, Shorty? Before you watch this movie, I guess, like, Jordan, you came to it from Julie Fox and TikTok, right? Um, I actually, the first time I ever saw it was because I saw it pop up on Netflix and I was like, Adam Sandler. And then, like, I read the, <laughs> like, I was like, can't okay. wait to watch a lighthearted fun comedy. And started watching right. it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, but, like, I was hooked because, yeah, you get hooked from the start watching him make shit decision after shit decision. And it just kind of, then suddenly you're at the end of the movie. Um, Snowballs. But, yeah, no, that's you... how I first stumbled across it. Yeah. Did you, like, what did you think before you uh, saw it, Shane? Did you think it would be, did you know it was written by the Safdie brothers? Did you yeah, think I, it would be like I this? only watched it because I watched Good Time. Uh, I knew it was going to be good because of the, the raving about it and his performance. But as I said, like, I've heard that before with um, comedic actors going straight. I was like, it's going to be okay. This movie and Good Time, like, it's, they're so unique. Another movie captures that atmosphere. And, like, it's, like, frantic. It's 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 yeah. frantic energy. It's a, yeah, and the pace is like undeniably like, you know, it's indescribable in some ways. It's so mm. there's that tension throughout the whole movie, and I, and that's, every that's what keeps you hooked in as well. I like as well. I think I think you were kind of saying about it short, like before shorty. Um, the you're kind of chucked right in the middle, and the dialogue doesn't necessarily like spoon feed it the information to you either. Like you know how in a lot of movies they're like. Did you forget? It's the dance of the year tonight. Like, you know, they'll do stupid things like that with dialogue and just really spoon feed to the audience. But um, in this whole movie, it just really artfully, like, drops hints along the way. Like, you know, you, you, you gather that he has a mistress and, like, but he also has a wife and you don't know, like, What's what exactly that going situation on. is yeah. until, like, they're having that intense conversation when she's, like, you know, they're having that family reunion time. Yeah. And, you know, she he says to her, like, I know I fucked up. And then you're like, ah, oh, so she does know about the affair. But it's just like subtle <laughs> a, drops, like, through the whole way through. It's like not spoon-fed exposition. It's just, like, makes it's entertaining way of explaining what's happening. Because it's, like, so much. Yeah, of- and it, it lets the audience think. Like, I like movies that, you know, let the audience develop their own ideas about the storyline and things is really good. Like well, it's such a nicer way to watch a movie. That's it, what's what's crazy not about have it. it. Just put towards you directly. Yeah. What's crazy about it too? Like if you look at the dialogue itself, there's no like, like you know Tarantino. It could be like a catchphrase almost. It's all like real punchy. In this movie, it's just like normal. There's no emphasis on words or like statements. It's all just like talking over each other, fast pace, back and forth. Like it, that's what makes it so like intense. Like just so quick. Um, yes, it's it's that much more like gritty and yes, disorientating kind of thing. But like, although in like other movies, like talking over each other and that kind of chaos, like is a hindrance, is like really more of a help to this movie and like really puts the vibe across of like well, how crazy his situation is. Like his life is just so fucked up. Well, the directors it's like nice. The directors keep throwing you off too. So like they'll go steady cam for like wides and they go like handheld a lot and they go close ups. Like a lot of lot of moving parts all the time, and you got the score always, or so like just something always happening at all times. And then when it gets quiet, it does briefly, and you do notice it. But um, they're just it's like they're hypnotizing you. It's fucking I don't know, Jordan. How do you feel about this whole gambling sequence? Did you did were you into that? Did you feel like a rush for the climax? I mean, yeah, you mean? yeah, the climax. That, that's 
The scene where he like wins big in the back of the cab was fucking amazing. He did so good in putting that across. What's yes, your name? But he didn't, but he's he didn't like, win. I just win big. But then he didn't actually win big. Like that yeah. that's insane. Like uh and that was so artfully done. Like I don't know, I don't I never particularly gamble too much. Like maybe if I've had like a couple drinks at the pub and like, you know, the greyhounds are running, I'll get into it. Yeah. But um I'm not that familiar with the feelings, but it's still really conveyed it in a in a way for people yeah. that yeah, I guess like aren't gambling addicts. Shane. <laughs> One of the things about growing up in a small town where all we watch is movies <laughs> is that like we would gamble a lot actually. And originally we would gamble with ourselves. And because we all had jobs during high school, like after high school, um, I remember Shane and Tony both had like pretty well paying jobs. I had two jobs and so on. So it's like we would gamble a lot. And yeah, and it's like maybe I do have a gambling addiction. I don't do it anymore because. I try not to, but it's like the feelings. Yeah, for sure. But like the feelings that Adam Sandler conveys are like pretty accurate because it's (laughs) fucked, man. You feel like sweaty and you feel like you're going to throw up, but you want to win. Oh, bro. (laughs) It's such a roller coaster. And his bets he made, like the whole tip off, I would never make that bet. Betting on who wins the tip. It's literally a coin flip. And he's like, that's a hard one. I was like, yeah, fucking that's a hard one, you fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, 50-50. You just start off with that. You know, I shitty. I thought he was going to lose that. Oh. Bro, imagine well, how quickly that would have been over. That's a good question, though. Like, <laughs> would, would, it so be, would it be a good movie if you lost that bet? Like, just say it's a whole, like, Maybe not. not. You like how he wins? I actually think the movie, the, as the movie ends, right, I think basically what it's it reminds me a bit of like Smeagol <laughs> but realistically <laughs> it's about current. saying like <laughs> you know all the decisions you make if they're all in service to yourself and to your addiction with little care to anyone else uh then actually you have to reap the consequences of that and everyone in the room dies I imagine because they're not going to know how to fix the door the fucking glass the cops are coming cops are coming they heard gunshots and shit no they didn't and uh, and 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 also the the wife called him up to to the wife called the cops to check on Howard. Mm, perhaps okay. cops cops are coming and they're stuck. So right, okay. I think it's um, like a whole. But yeah, thing. basically, it's just like even though he wins, uh, it's not a good outcome because it's like who's the money for really, and what what is it for? He has no family, he has no friends. Like even his mistress is like fucking. Well, it's into not a, it, it's not like, even about that. It's just about the the rush. He's addicted to the rush. Exactly. And so he's so it's like, like it's a spiral. And, like, that's what gambling is. It's not, a, like, a cycle. It's a spiral. So, eventually, there is a bottom. And it only ends in a bullet yeah. to the face, Shane. It, no, no. It, ends, it, it yes. ends different ways. It ends different ways. You hopefully can get out of, your, out of the spiral. But um, eventually, it does lead. And that's every addiction, too. That's, like, alcoholism. That's, um, you know, drugs or, like, heroin or whatever. Like, you just want to get break. Don't talk to me about my heroin. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like but um, when you said Smeagol, Shorty, what's the first thing that pops in your mind when you hear the word Smeagol? What's the, what's the image? The image is um, picking is the over-the-shoulder camera shot looking at the ring in Smeagol's hand while he rubs it and says, my precious. What about you, Jordan? Do you have an image when someone says Smeagol? Does something pop in your head? What if I said that I haven't really followed oh my God. Lord of the Rings? Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Well, you like, can just imagine like Quinn and Stree heads. We're not like uh, Greg Turkington. But, um, I know I know who Smeagol is, though, but so, yeah, yes. I, can, I can understand that little, well, like... Yeah, well, he's like one of the- mode. <laughs> yeah, he's literally goblin mode. That's what Julia Fox looks like with his shaved eyebrows too. Um, 
It's cool with Smeagol too. He's got like a little like little pot belly and shit. <laughs> he's fucking a funny yeah. ass character. But the thing I the image I always picture is him. It's for some reason it's like ingrained in my memory. When he lands in the lava, he has a ring in his hand, he's burning to death dying, he's like smiling happy. It's like fucking that's addiction, baby. <laughs> addiction to that I ring. I mean, well, but and that's is. what you can say about the spoilers, Jordan, as well. Like, technically, he died happy. But he thought he, you know, everything was fixed, more or less, or at least was fixed for that moment. Oh, and, mate, uh, that's that's why I had to. He had to win that bet. That's otherwise the movie, the ending wouldn't have been that jarring. It wouldn't have been that. Well, it's a good end to a new psyche too. Shows him how oblivious he is to everything. Unless, like, soon the bet wins, he's like, okay, I won. I'm winning. I can't lose. You guys come out. We'll get the money. It's all G. And this other guy sitting there going, the whole time sweating ass. I sent a photo to you guys. And he's just sweating going, you're fucking. I'm, yeah, I know. And he cashes out essentially too. He cashed out in the bet because he's like, I'm going to kill everyone in this room. Fucking t- just rob him blind. Fucking probably kill the girl because we know where she is. All, all like short-sighted shit. But he just had enough. And what do you think his role is? He thinks he's just like a, a normal gangster or just like a wannabe? Like I just bet, an enforcer? I bet he's like a hired- Hired gangster. Like, he's probably yeah. someone that Arno worked with or, yeah. like, Did know what he's getting you know, I'm not exactly sure what his relationship is to the underground, but he doesn't seem like a hardened criminal, whereas his gangster friend does. Yeah, I think yeah. he just, he just like, t- talked to people around, like, who can help me get this money? Like, they're like loan sharks almost. But they're just like, but they're all dumb. They're actually dumb. If you actually look at how they act and behave, they're just, like, very immediate. But that proves it, too, when he starts shooting. Like, no thought process. Like, bang. Don't worry about how we get now. Just rob him blind and yeah. Um, but no, he's an awesome, awesome character. The whole end scene's like crazy. Like the highs of this movie are intense, and the lows are also intense. Like when he's beaten up in the water. Beautiful shot of him getting out. Um, Where the fuck are my glasses? Yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. Um, but yeah, even like the the minor lone sharks, the funny like dudes who look like with the crazy hair, and they're like like non non threatening really, but they're just oh, like. They, um- the pawn shop owners. Yeah, whoever they are, like they, they, they're, they're trying to get the money back. <laughs> or do you mean the watches guy? Which one? Cross the clown. <laughs> do you mean the pawn yeah. shop owner or the watches guys? No, the oh. the guy the guy who gets the, like given drugs to sell instead of getting paid back. He's like, worth fifteen grand. <laughs> you know, they like look like um, what do they look like? Bold with the fucking what's the, what did you say before, Jordan? What here? What did you say? The clown. Heroin ridden. Cross the clown. <laughs> and old too. Bro, stop bad mouthing heroin. I don't know, this multiple times. Do you know <laughs> one of the one of the cast members, her first name is Porn. So <laughs> just oh, so you guys is know. That spelled- P-O-R-N. It's a female she, and she's hot. <laughs> so I don't know if she changed her name to Porn. But um I think it's Pom. Oh yeah, it is Pom. It's too far away. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I shouldn't be reading. Holy porn. shit. I've got porn on the mind, but I'm also a porn yeah, addict. You're too. thinking of that like dirty texting scene and it's stuck in your brain now. I'm a porn addict, I'm a gambling addict. I'm a fucking Actually, I'll try to explain to you too about gambling as well. I've thought of a way to try to put you in the mindset of a gambler, Jordan. So if you're betting five a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And your bet's paying five to one and you lose. So you lose a hundred bucks. But if you look at something that's paying five to one and you don't bet and it wins, you feel like you've lost five hundred. And you have this like pressure to like that's why I can't look. I can't look at odds and stuff because I get like um tempted. So it, in a weird way, they all like, look like such good bets. It, don't well, they, Shane? well, like sometimes that's what I'm saying. Like you generate your own bets and like, oh, how's that gonna lose? And then you always like have a sad story. Fuck this didn't pay. Like, surely this one time 
we're at the casino, Jordan, if you know this story. But we had this okay. black uh probably the best way to bet is on um black uh, what's it called, Shorty? The roulette. Roulette. So best way to bet's on roulette, because you can go it's forty nine percent roughly, and you keep if you keep doubling your bet, you still like edges out to lose, but it's more likely you win if you keep going, going and going. But we had this really lucky run. We we're up to like two and a half grand each in about an hour. Started at a hundred dollars yeah. each. And we thought like that rise was gonna go all night. Do it. And we're just fucking on the highest high and drinking. It doesn't it doesn't mix. La, 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 la. And we ended up going maybe four grand. And then it started to go down, down. I think we had cashed out two grand or like eighteen hundred. And we just realized, mm. okay, we probably pushed our luck. But the highs there though, it's just fucking intense. And we I tried again, it worked, and then I tried another time. We lost got twelve blacks in a row betting on red. That was fucked. Yeah. That was cr- <laughs> and not even joking. Damn. It was so unlucky. And we had like, let's eight hundred dollars. Could we pull that money together? Because that's all I did to do it too. Start off with a big kitty. But I don't know if anyone's mm. finds that interesting or not me talking about fucking bets and shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the it's, only it's kind of the only part I remember is that we were riding so high, Jordan, that we stopped obeying all the rules that even got us there and thought we were going <laughs> oh, to yeah. buy jet skis. And we're doing triples and shit. Like Bro. let's go, let's go three to one, three to one, and we double our bets for three to one. Shit like that. So that's a bit, you get cocky after a couple wins. That's probably that's probably why Howard's where he's at. But you have the yeah. bankroll. You yeah, have the bankroll. Because he hit so big, Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill. The the one time I kind of spent like significant time in the casino was with like um me and Quinn and went on a date night, and this the guy I think Quinn was playing poker. I was just watching because I've got no fucking clue how to play poker. But the guy running the table was like this other young guy that was like around. Our age, and he went to like a school that's kind of close to mine, so it's like we knew people in common. Um, but he was telling us like he'd been working there for a while, and it just gets so boring. But like sometimes there's crazy shit that happens, and he was saying that one time he was running the roulette table. Is that the is the roulette table where you put like chips on that like big grid with the numbers? Yes, correct. Okay, that's he was saying yeah. he was running that table. Someone had a fucking heart attack, fell <sighs> face first onto the table. <laughs> and people just place chips around him. Fuck off. And he had to, like, stop the game and be like, guys, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, call his We've supervisor and, like, they got to call an ambulance. It's really- you only can, just like, what ifs? <laughs> you only can blame- No, no, no. You only can blame one person. You can blame the first guy. The first guy who did it is a piece of shit and everyone else just follows, like, fucking rats. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's the first guy who's really- a society. <laughs> it's a domino. It's a domino. He's just the first domino. I don't think everyone will- Like, I, if I was there- I wouldn't be the first. I'll probably be the third or something. <laughs> Sorry, I can't take myself. One hundred percent the second. You're just waiting. You're like, I wouldn't be the first for sure. Though. Um, you feel like in their relationship too with Howard. You think like there's a bit of gaslighting there. Yeah. 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 I so. feel like no one really knows how much shit he's in other than himself. But like, and he, like he that little know. part where he finally has that little breakdown. It's like, oh my god, finally! Like he's finally like letting on how shit this is. But he vented to like the single worst person he could have vented to. Which was the mistress, and she was just like, once again, it just went straight over her head. She had no idea, so it like ha- didn't have the same punch to it. Like it just yeah, but was also like, he another, knows oh my he God, can man. like he knows that he can convince her that she also did something wrong. You know what I mean? It's like he can palm mm. off a whole bunch of his problems onto her. I-, I think she did really well not sleeping with the weekend day. Eh? Yeah, I would have slept <laughs> with the weekend. Oh, like hands down. Uh, yeah, but like you're in a room, you're on coke. You fucking, he's a fucking famous ass singer. There's something about being famous and a singer and like 
in a like a, a club. <laughs> just like you know, the power you have over women would probably be so immense. And she was actually like, like saying no and no, no, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, it's awesome. Good on her. She's got like a lot of willpower. So that's what I'm saying. There has to be something there between them two, like a weird dependency. I don't know. I don't know what you can call it, but um, <laughs> so great. But yeah, as I said too, with um the character Howard, like his whole life is like. A, like a like a bet in a weird way. Like at the start, he's getting his um cancer results. Like he's waiting for them. So that's like a get, like a fifty fifty thing. Who knows in his head? True. His, I didn't pick that up. That's yeah. He's, he's that's got his like cool. And when he gets the results, he's like, okay, onto the next, onto the next bet. So like a it should be life changing. Like oh fuck, I'm fine. Oh my god, I'm gonna live life right. It's just onto the next thing. Got these loan sharks on him all the time. So his love life is sort of like a gamble too. He's got like two. Two options. He's trying to like is struggle he both. Is he with his wife? Is he? Well, not? I think yeah. I think he's just trying to play the odds too. He's just like, can mm. I get both in a weird way? What's more likely? He's playing both sides, one hundred percent. And he just hedging, I, head, like he's trying to he's yeah, trying to game his bets. the odds. Yeah. <laughs> he's like <laughs> his bets. I think he loves a disorder in his life too. I think he likes. I feel like he's he was not going to change whatsoever. With you guys, did you think the pacing of the movie was like good? Because like yes. you mentioned that. It, it felt like it, it flew by. It flew Does that by. Mean that everything was too frenetic or. Nah, it, was it works for it. Like, there's not a movie yeah. like this. Like, Good Time is like this, but there's nothing else really that can capture this sort of energy. Um, but I, I do like the part where it does slow down briefly was that family scene. And I love the dynamic with the brother in law, like how they know each other and they're like family essentially, like their brother in law. Like, what yeah, a, that nice, was quite a nice that was touch. quite a layer to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good reveal. Like it just shows you how far did he push it, like to him to get these um goons by him. Like he must have just fucked him around. Oh yeah, I wonder how much money it is because yeah, he gets I think it's one hundred and fifty to just grand throw like one hundred and ninety grand at this thing. He's like, bro, I'll pay you back. Like, fine, just give me one hundred ninety. It's like <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> and he still doesn't get the money back either. Like he's still down. Like it's oh, shit, and he's dead, and he's dead. I don't think that matters now. <laughs> <laughs> This is a like crazy fact, actually, that you probably won't know. But like the Safdie brothers, their father is Mosh Safdie, who's like this fucking hectic architect, oh, and nice. he's like a real. I really love. I've watched a whole bunch of lectures that he's done because I really like architecture, and he um he's done a lot of work in like a bunch of sort of like African countries, South American countries. Mm. Um, he has this really amazing building in uh, in called Habitat sixty seven. But yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe he met him actually through his career or something like that. That's crazy. Um, but two, you talk about South Af- oh South America. You said, yeah. Well, I was talking about South Africa because you know how the movie starts off with this mining scene, and it kind of yeah. transitions yeah. to the colon. That was actually. I was going like, to ask you guys what you thought about that. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I think it sets in reality really well. Like it grounds it in reality. The whole movie it shows you this like intense scene where this guy's a broken leg. And it shows you the greed side oh, of things too. Like kind of like mashed. <laughs> it kind of like sets you up for the movie in a weird way. How these guys you sneak know what? in. Okay. Yeah. When I because I don't I didn't know anything about the movie. I actually didn't even know that it was directed by the Safety brothers. Oh really? Um when you yeah, first watched and because it. I saw This is not your first watch, is it? I'm this was the first watch actually. Oh damn. And the reason I didn't watch it is because I thought that it was sort of like a movie about finding old film reels. <laughs> How the fuck? (laughs) All right, didn't watch the trailer. That's good. No, I didn't watch anything. Yeah, I thought it was like a museum heist movie or something. That's so crazy. Uncut gems, you find like- Yeah, the movie's uncut. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. 
Could be a porno <laughs> name too. So maybe, yeah. Some nice. Some like <laughs> non-Jewish guy banging chicks. Oh and like, and maybe, maybe the maybe the porn industry is like, we don't like uncircumcised penises. He's like, I'll show you. <laughs> what? I'm That's gonna so come. <laughs> That's so good for a porno. Could be uh, what's the yeah, uh, Boogie Nights Part Two or something. Yeah, so yeah, that start though. What makes it so authentic and real because of the extras because they're on location shooting. That's interesting, and it does. It, that's what I was thinking. Like this is so like the way everyone's acting. It's just something the best cold authentic since yeah. The Exorcist. <laughs> mm. No, actually, I like the four cold opens in Sorcerer. They're pretty good too. Um, I still haven't seen it actually. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, do you think there is <laughs> two like wars? A, two. <laughs> do you think there's like a me- metaphor? You guys are smarter than me. Is a metaphor for when they find the gem in the mine, and then it like zooms into the gem, and then it comes it becomes his coal, and then it comes out. <laughs> you think there's like a metaphor there, like the mine um, in the ass or something? I I wasn't really I wasn't thinking about the butthole thing. I thought it was clever, like zooming out into the butthole. That was pretty cool. But um so more clever. so I was looking at it like that the chaos of the first scene and like how like the movies are Ooh. like it's a separate scene but it's already off to a shit start. But I was kinda of thinking like Oh, because of the oh, butt. Could be like no. a con- con- could be a contrast too of like someone's life. Like these guys with Whoa. no way well there's no way these guys are getting like prostate exams or whatever it is, cancer exams. Because they're going to die probably of like malnourishment before that happens anyway, or something like that. I don't know. My was- <laughs> my understanding was yeah. that no it's matter what, racist. <laughs> no matter Sorry. what, this gem ruins people's lives. It's like greed yeah. for gems and shit. Not ruins KGs. Lives. Not KGs, baby. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. but I was I was thinking of it more like um. It was already setting up that that opal is cursed. Do you know what I mean? Someone's well, already been like graphically injured in the the mining of this gem. Yes. Uh, you know, it's it starts off like kind of setting the scene for like chaos. Like follows this opal. How oh, fucked um, is it? They just pour water on his And that's, that's emphasized leg, like but... later when KG's like, "I need this ring, man. I can feel its power." And it's and he's trying so hard to get the ring, and like he plays so. W- I mean, the no, opal, and rock. he's playing so yeah. well when he has the opal. Like it's got magic powers, and like it's cursed. Could be one but of those. Uh, sports I guess it, it is interesting, isn't it? It's sort of like this weird mystification of the things that are actually wrong in your life. Because, like, what is actually wrong is the fact that You're these miners have zero safety and are forced to, like, mine in horrid conditions. Oh, and hell then yeah. in the US is, like, that this guy, like, is not cursed or anything like that. He just has a gambling addiction and, like, ruins the lives of people around him. Same as Kevin Garnett, you know? So, like, he thinks it's, like, whatever. A good luck charm or like, something. Yeah, what's what is it? The rabbit's foot, st- steroid water in Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's uh, no. this secret st- super stuff or something. Super stuff. I don't know. Sk- skill juice. <laughs> yeah, skill juice. Hey, uh- <laughs> what's that? Um, what's that term for like something that's in a movie? Then it's like MacGuffin. It's the thing that people have to. Yeah, it's like the opposite of a MacGuffin. Kind of um. Thing. Well, the funny thing is, who the name of the opal, or what kind of opal it is, it actually means luck as well. So there's some like you know inside joke there. Um, I think they, <laughs> they might they must say the opal name like when they like appraising it or whatever. So yeah, they think right. that mean not is luck, but anything it brings bad luck to Howard. Not, a, hmm. I don't think it means anything. I think it's just what you put on it, like Shorty said. I don't think there's actually curse or anything, but um, yeah, I think he was destined to die in a weird way. Like obviously watching the movie a second time, you know it. So that would have shocked you, Shorty. That would have hit you hard. 
Yeah, his it death was. scene it was good. And you know, one of the funny things is that the gunshot is so muted. Oh, it's like a really, yeah. it's a really abrupt, like little sort of gunshot, and you're like, oh shit, bro! Like, like just like the dialogue, it's not like emphasized either. The gunshot isn't emphasized; exactly. it's like bang, and then you can see. He's going to die, too. I was hoping Ando- What's his name? Afro? Afro? Afro his name. Arno. Arno. <laughs> Afro. <laughs> I thought he was going to, like, maybe survive, but um, it's too late. I think you witnessed a murder of your brother-in-law. I think they probably had to kill him no matter what. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying yeah. to be smart about it and go in the car and do it somewhere else. But now, yeah. Because they're probably sitting around town together. They probably will get caught no matter what. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, I think I actually- I don't think that the um, the police are coming. I think everything's bulletproof. I think they're going to die in there. Well, just starve. <laughs> yeah, because but it's Maybe like, they eat Howard or something. Maybe. But the door doesn't work. They have like they can go Smeagol. They've got like dead fish somewhere. They can <laughs> eat that shit. <laughs> true. Well, that does Very work. True. They just have to know how to work it. I don't think they do. Mm. Yeah, what do some- you think are um, the characteristics, I, I guess, of, of the Safety Brothers movies? Like, if someone was like, well, that's like a such a Safty Brothers thing, what do you think that is? Well, I chaos. think what's good- Yeah, chaos. <laughs> perfect word. I'm going to go with that, too. <laughs> um, but uh, it has to do with- I have to watch Good Time Again, but it has to do with, like, the sound. The sound. I think there's always, like, a, there's a lot of loudness going on and there's nothing really distinct happening. I know there's dialogue and stuff, but there's, there's always distractions. I have a question, actually. Yes. Was there a score in this movie? Yes, there is. Yes. And it's not like a score score. It's just more like manipulating your, like, sense of anxiety. Because it's like- Because I was going to say, because if a lot of it is- Because I remember, like, a lot of diegetic sounds, like car honking and, like, footsteps banging and- They place it perfectly, bro. And I actually wrote down- It is good. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I did write it down- It really, like, emphasizes those, like, highs and lows. Like, I- Yes. There's, like, tense, like- synthy like violin music every time that there's something tense and then like after he has that big win and a couple it's like other wind like, chimes hey Jordan. Scenes. it's like a wind yeah, chime it's like fluty type. soft yeah. music like calming and it, you get the the relief from the the, the song the music and as I'm well like, as just what goes on in the in i'm the totally scenes. in your camp i guess um maybe i was so uh enthralled in the movie actually that i didn't notice it because may- maybe i was more sucked in than i thought it's probably a good thing that you don't notice the score. Like, it means you're yeah, carried I mean, away with the, are... the thing as a total. You know, sometimes the score's, like, yeah, exactly. so yeah, good. Yeah. But the whole thing's just absorbed. It's your first time too, Shorty. So, like, yeah. you're more focused on the story and where it's going. Me and Jordan, we know the overall arc. So, we're, like, focusing on other things. Like, that's, that's why rewatch movies are so yeah. interesting. It's going to be the rest of your life as well. Um, but this movie definitely mm-hmm. on rotation for me. Um, it is, like, it's so bittersweet, though, in a weird way. Like, you want him to win, which is actually a testament to the maybe – your history of Adam Sandler, maybe? What do you think it is there? Like, you're rooting for him to win. I don't know if you guys- Yeah, I think it's win. a you thing. I, oh, I really? was not rooting for him to win. <laughs> really? The thing about yeah. this movie, the thing about movies in general where characters are quite reprehensible is, and this is this is a big Safdie Brothers thing, actually, is that, like, often the characters that you're meant to root for are quite, like, adjacent to the main story. And it's more like a, like a fable, so to speak, you know, when you, like, learn from other people's mistakes. I think that is, or like you, you go through a, um, you show all the bad things catharsis if you do, sort of these things. So for me, that's one of the big things about Safety Brothers movies. You know, good time for sure, but also this one. You say, okay, you can't just like ignore everyone in your life. You can't just treat people like shit. And if you have an addiction, <laughs> like you need to deal with it. Um, unfortunately, 
Otherwise, you'll spiral down until you get shot in the face. I don't think it's so, even. Yeah, I don't think it's even like an addiction at this point. It's just his life. Like it's just <laughs> it's nothing. It's, I don't think he can ever go back. I think he's too far gone. I don't think there's anything that can happen nah. to him. What can I happen? Think, to no I think that's kind of why you root for him because you're like, oh my god, how much more shit can it get? Like, please just. Well, give he's, guy it's, a all deserved, the love of God. <laughs> it's all deserved. It's all deserved. It's too much. Maybe that's he part wins of, too like, much. The... That's the thing. He's never. He's not at rock bottom yet. When he gets there, it's abrupt and fast. Well, it's technically not even like, rock shit. It's technically not rock bottom either. He's technically oh, got yeah. a million dollars. So he so. basically jumps off the peak. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that last bet too, where he does has that has that fucking feeling about the hundred sixty five grand. Blah blah blah. Oh my god, that's insane. Can but you like, imagine how sick you would feel, Shane? But remember how he's like going through Stop. Oh mate, yeah, I know. But remember <laughs> Don't how he's like it. he's he's trading his Nick's ring, he's talking to people, and he's like, I'll give you sixteen percent. He's being like overly like nice sort of thing. And he's like, yeah. it's either, it's, I think it's his last big bet, maybe. Yeah, like a win or win or go home. Which is kind but of what it know, is anyway. You feel like you feel like that all the time. I remember the last time. <laughs> True. <laughs> literally the last time I ever bet on was, with us, probably. was when I uh I bet and I won like fifteen hundred dollars or something. And then I went all the way down to six hundred and I was like, fuck it, I gotta bet this. You should have left. <laughs> and I and I put six hundred dollars on. And in my head, I'm like, bro, I can't lose. Like this is it. This is like mm. it's fated to win. And it comes up and you lose and you just like no, it was never faded. Why didn't I leave that exactly. 1500 and, <laughs> and that's the thing. So, it's like as yeah, faded as this guy feels, as faded as he thinks that this is his last bet and he's out, it's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I feel, like, I feel like if it loses, like, do you feel like he just goes, I'm out, like I'm done, I'm done for? Is that what his no, train of thought is no. though? But you think he's always in, like an angle. That's also why I think when, I, when I'm saying like the thing about the guilt, right? Because it actually yeah. reminds me of like my brother as well. But it's like- he obviously resents and feels guilty that he's losing and doing all this stuff, but he can't stop. Mm. So, it's like he does think it's going to be his last bet, but it's not going to be his last bet. No way. Yeah. I've been there before too where it's just like you have like regret for doing it. It's just like, no, I'm not going to stop though. It's like, fuck. Like, why can't I stop? Mm. It's actually a uh, story that tells you gambling's bad anyway. Like, that's what I get from it. Hey, what was the- what was the theme for this trio, by the way? What was it? Twilight. Jordan, Jordan's pick. Since she's, I don't know if you know, but she's a permanent host as long as she wants to either as well, Shorty. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you like this. <laughs> I would have picked a better theme if I knew like that was my theme. That's fine. If the theme was That's me, not even I would have picked better themes. I would have picked How are we, how are we going to vote on movies? the winner? <laughs> <laughs> no, you've picked Twilight and you picked this. You have one more to pick, I which I don't know. like something else that- is icon- like another iconic film to me, like Sucker Punch, even though it's like a bad Oh, movie. Shorty has to be on that one. Bro. Yeah, speaking Shorty's language. That's one of his uh, <laughs> favourite directors slash estate. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> it's also one of my biggest disappointments, so it's like- Oh, really? That'd See? be good then. Well, I, hate, I hated Sucker Punch. But um, true, we're talking about this whole ending scene, how he does 165 grand, right? He sees his girlfriend on the camera, sees those guys coming in, Sends her outside. He's literally dangling 165 grand at, across the window. And it's like mirrored with his like own life being out the window too. Um, True. So, what's the go? If they, if they left without getting locked in, they catch up to mm. her. Is that what's going to happen? Or are they going to come back and kill him? Like, is it better off for them just leaving? Arno is not a hardened criminal. He's like a jilted brother-in-law. The yes. guys that are with him are like uh, stupid heavies, maybe yeah. like mid-level guys with their own grift. But it's like, I think if they had got out, they probably would have taken the stuff and probably just left. Maybe but that's, like that's if they catch her. Slapped up too. Julie Fox a bit 
and then left. That's if they catch her. They don't know. I think yeah. they have to try to find her for more. Yeah, they knew. They help. knew what um, hotel she was at. So she could even get caught eventually too. Who knows? I don't know what the, her arc is. I'm glad we don't know either. Like I don't need to know. Um, yeah, exactly. I like how it just ends on his brains or whatever the fuck it was, like the gem type thing. The gem, bro. It's in his yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she will get a new sugar daddy? <laughs> bro, she's set. She's set for ages. If she took that money and ran, I don't. I think she's, she's set. like she's more. Her sort of like lifestyle type thing, I think she's more of a dependent type person. Some people are just like that. They like to depend on someone. So I feel oh, like that's- She was hustling. She, she, that's why she was so shitty at she was hustling. when he came in and was like, you the fucking weekend. She's like, you just blew a big climb for me, Howard. And yeah, like, she's hustling you know, Howard. That's what she's fucking doing. <laughs> no, she was- she, I, I think she was dealing drugs to the weekend. That's mm. cool. I want that. But she was, <laughs> nonetheless, she was hustling. I think she was what, trying to a, become a socialite. She's a drug dealer. I think so. Or oh, she that's, could be Gina Martin. She was giving like, the weekend coke. I'm sure. I think sure. No, she might have been Gina up for like some jewelry or something. But he would just be saying anything anyway. Like, I'll oh, get it. Like, for 10 watches, girl. <laughs> <laughs> anything to get in those pants. Damn. And that, that scene itself, too, the colors, has to be something there with the, the oh. guy, Keith Stanford. Is that yes. how you pronounce it? He's like glowing orange, like he's the antagonist in the scene. Because he's like, where's the shit? And then with the weekend being like, where's the black light and everything going blue? Yes. I'm so glad someone else picked that up. I was like, is it and supposed then- to like replicate the like palette of the opal? Yes. Good point. I didn't think of that. I just thought like it was just basic, like bad guys, bright orange, danger, the good oh. girl. Yeah, the girl yeah. in white is like the angel, like his redemption type thing. I think there were – I think – I don't know if it was on purpose or if I was just, like, analysing it too deeply, but that scene especially, I was like, that's definitely supposed to be, like, the colours of the opal. But then there were a lot of um, blues that's and cool. oranges in Howie's office as well with the fish tanks. Oh, okay. And then also that's at tackiness. the casino. <laughs> yeah. At the casino, there was um lots of blue and red, like, lights on the screens as she was watching and stuff. I don't well, know not- if I was getting too deep into it, but I, well, I was like, I think this is supposed to replicate that. Yeah, I think I think I think you got it with the uh, colours being the opal because I think that's the theme throughout. That opal is connected to everything somehow, even mm. in your blood. But um, so even in the like scenes, it's not directly in the scene. Yeah, it's the colours well, are in the scene. Yeah, well, that scene there though, I think it's like really crucial too because you kind of getting fatigued by this whole city life. This scene comes up, vibrant colours, music, like there's he's more. This is he's he's most aggressive because I thought it was like all bark no bite. Um, Howie, and he kind of does. I think he's defending the girl. I don't know. He's like a teenager in the scene anyway. The way he behaves, he's in the fucking shitty spot. His girlfriend, fucking with the weekend. I'm surprised. I probably did hand stuff. I'm betting. Who knows? She does feel guilty. I mean, yeah, he it. was. He was so hard. <laughs> How are you even hard that hard this right now? What, yeah. was, and the, what was it? <laughs> and, the, and, and the guy, the actor was John Amos. I want to give him a shout out. The guy who didn't answer the door. And he wasn't hard. <laughs> he was just like, actually, he's a hard ass. He didn't let him in to take a shit, which is actually a good lie too. Give props to Hal for that lie. Send, just in case yeah, my the girl to- was- My toilet's all yeah. fucked up. <laughs> well, just in case the girl was um in the room, that's her reason he didn't want her to see him because he's ashamed to show his son he's like an adulterer or something. Um, yeah, yeah who, who knows what the reasons were. Just like every little thing in his life is like- even a gamble there, like what if he he walked in? Do you think like his son needed to take a shit or a piss? I think he just wanted to see what how his dad was living. Like he had, has these suspicions because he says something no, really. Kids are like that. Kids are like that. That's why he was like so shitty about the kid like, needing to have well, a piss and didn't take him into the apartment. Yeah, 
but like he's trying, you to, think- he's trying to hide it from the kid, but I don't think the kid was just oblivious. He so the kid, so the kid was oblivious. Marriage. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Look at, yeah, who's wait, the hot wait. chick that lives in your yeah, apartment? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is that mum? <laughs> Which he is See, pretty that's hot. So cute. It's perfect huh? casting too. That actress, perfect casting. The other wife character, she's really good. She's like she was got good. that kind of like rest in bitch face too. So you kind of always side with Howard in a weird way. Well, that's what I got from it. I was like, yeah, fuck this bitch. She's probably a bitch or something. <laughs> Again, that's just that my little, sexism like, coming out. <laughs> the, this, the conversation when like he's trying to like win her back and she's, you can just, her acting in that is she's just so far out of the marriage. Like, yes. Mentally. Like get the fuck. Him oh, having and then, that conversation. How he pretends so to hit to him her. as well. Like it threatens to yeah. hit him. That was fucking bitch moved by him by flinching, bro. <laughs> and when she's like laughing, she's like, your face is so oh, fucking stupid. Like, I was that hating was on just- her. But, like, the acting was fabulous. Yes, fabulous. She really played the scorned wife well. Yes. Yeah, it was nice. But she she wouldn't get a tattoo on her body, like, for for him, so fuck her. You know how most characters have an arc? What do you think Howard's arc is? Or can you even call it arc? More trajectory down. Or what do you guys think about his... uh, There's no arc, though, right? (laughs) No, that's Mm. the whole point. The whole point that he doesn't have an arc is, like, the lesson in itself. Yeah, sorry. there's no redemption. There's just he end. he finishes in the same place he starts, and then the fact that he's dead or whatever. I mean, it's like a bit didactic, but I mean, the audience is obviously there to make their own judgment on it. It's just like in American Psycho, right? Like even if Christian Bale didn't get found, obviously the audience is meant to be like, "All right, this guy is not a good person." <laughs> you know, it's not like it's it's lauding the fact that he's a serial killer, even as much as people say. And then I think, yeah, in this, it's not like it's glorifying the lifestyle of a problem gambler. It's actually showing how terrible it is. In a weird way, that rock, him staring at the rock, is kind of like him like staring at a bet and slip too. Because it's like he always sees there's potential money. It's like he sees a million dollars in it. It's just like, oh. Do you guys like the scene where they're like, in the argument down the street? But that, that felt so real too because I've heard those conversations, those arguments out loud. Like it's just that was a lot of realism there too. It's just crazy. And then she's walked past and- He's like, that's where you're in the in the cold, bitch, <laughs> or some shit like yeah. that. <laughs> Fucking love that scene. But just yeah, like when she's screaming at him and trying to get him like to not go on the cab. Yeah. Yes. It was pretty I, accurate. See, so I bet you Shorty would never experience that because Shorty is like a bitch to women and stuff. Like he would just be like, yes, yes, honey, <laughs> or no, some shit. <laughs> he maybe knows how to communicate better. Yeah, I don't Come think. On, Shane. I, I mean, think it's frankly, class. if <laughs> if the person that I was at a club with was jacking off the weekend after selling him, coke, join I'd in. be like, if that's what you want to do, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get the like. I, if you were the weekend, would you like be cool with like your, the guy's partner watching? <laughs> or what, I don't know. She is that hot. If you're the in the yeah, weekend I'm situation, famous. though, would you I'll be like? Want- no, you have to leave, bud. <laughs> it's a deal I'm breaker. I'm going to send the weekend an email and I'm going to ask. It's not me. It's Shorty. Yeah, you know what? I, I'd be like, no photos and keep your pants on, but you can watch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's so fucked up. Well, okay, Jordan, since you're like on the podcast now, like mm-hmm. Shorty, we, we connected um, Bridget Terry Biffia to, to Twilight because of the, the father-parent oh stuff. God. I connected. I wonder if there's any connections between these three movies, like unknowingly. Can anyone think of anything? <laughs> It's about relationships that are a bit destructive. Oh, so it's like yes, shorty. Well, hold up. Mm. I know something that connects them all. One of the characters die at the end. Julie well, at least Fox kind of looks it, like a vampire. 
<laughs> well, you got the um, James dying, like the bad guy dying, and you got the girl dying on the rope. Oh, I'm just saying. Rope, I totally man. forgot about that. Every every single death <laughs> in Twilight is like so well, impactless. Well, at least uncut <laughs> gems up. definitely connect. Uncut gems definitely connect to um, Bridget Terry Biffia because the two leads die, and I'm casting her as the lead because. <laughs> so, final thoughts. Who wants to go first? It was my pick, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, great movie, like a ride from start to finish. The directing is quite good. The cinematography is quite nice, like dialogue, music, everything. And kind of it's all like wrapped together and then like the ending is just kind of wrapping it in a pretty bow. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Like it it got pretty like, bu- good critical pretty- reviews <laughs> a for a reason. fucking ugliest fucking bow I've seen in my life. <laughs> So his brain splattered out on the floor. Well, it's as in like it, it just bow. ceases the chaos. Yeah, yeah, in a, a nice, bow. clean way, clean and, uh, <laughs> in a way that kind of leaves Stop you using like, these sitting bad there describing as the words. Roll. Metaphorically huh? speaking, metaphorically speaking, clean way. Clean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not literal but, uh, and clean. It's blood everywhere. Sorry. No, it's a it's a it's a great movie. It's an artful movie. It's amazing. It's, it gets the emotions going. It yeah, like acted it's, perfectly. It's good. Acted perfectly. Uh, would you watch it again? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Like, yes. I mean, sometimes it's it's definitely one of those movies that you have to sit down and like fully watch. Do you know what I mean? It's not one of those ones that you can just put on in the background. Um, but yeah, I would watch it again when I had like that cognitive effort available to put towards it. <laughs> perfect. Mm. I think the movie is yeah very well paced, very well acted, and it's one of those things that you can sort of forget actually because it's such a well-made movie is that all these things require a lot of skill and effort. You know, I think Adam Sandler's character is really almost effortlessly a piece of shit. So it's really <laughs> impressive. Um, and I think, yeah. The, history- the chaos- well, sure, you're not an Adam Sandler fan, are you? Main point they probably cast him was because of that likability <laughs> and the history with him. So you do yeah. like tend to side with him. I oh, know I'm like that. Cause I don't, I don't dislike Adam Sandler. Um, but it's like I'm not a huge comedy fan, so I I don't I'm not like he doesn't like to be happy, here, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go rewatch Little Nicky like five times. <laughs> oh, we watched it. We rewatched it once, <laughs> and it was a bad movie. But it was um nostalgic, nostalgically bad. It was funny. Like, I just I want Tarantino. It's all I want. And it was uh, so good. So and good. Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> um, More bees. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah so I think it's actually like a really well done movie. And it actually reminds me of the director of The Wailing, you know, how like everything in that movie was so perfect. Yes. It's like that two and a half hours and this two hours, 15 minutes, like zooms by and you're just like, well, so okay, crazy. I was sucked in and now I'm out. There's a similar vibe too, even though like most of it's static with The Wailing, but just mm. the way how it's a long ass movie and it flies by and like every scene's important. So. That's what's good about this movie. That's my final thought. Every scene's fucking connected, beautifully paced. Everything you guys said, I agree with 100%. Mm. Um, I love the dialogue, even though, as I said before, it's not snappy. It's just there. But I like one of the lines by um, Lakeith Stanford. Hopefully, I'm saying his name right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I love his lines. Like He's like, where's the watches and shit? He's like, the fucking watches. I fucking I pawned the watches. He's like, yo, watch the boxes, man. The boxes are mad expensive. <laughs> it's like the watches are <laughs> yeah, shame, I know, yeah. but the boxes look real. He's like, the boxes, man. I love that line. Um, there's a lot of le- a bit of levity in it. I love the looks people give each other, like the whole death stare. Like everyone's on the angle. Like everyone's out to get each other, man. Yeah, it's so good. It's like I don't know. Maybe it's because the world is in. 
Like you just surround you like you surround yourself with those people with the type of person you are. It's like life mm-hmm. lessons involved. Um, I'll definitely watch again. Um, like even though this movie like was a very slow burn, like release wise, box office wise, like it only made five hundred thousand when it's open in weekend. Oh. So like it, it's kind of like speaks to the movie because eventually it grows fifty million worldwide from a ninety oh, wow. million dollar budget. So it made heaps of money. Good, deserves it. Probably the award season really prompted up that um that like market. This will get only more popular over time, um because of how excellent and how unique it is, like an uncut gem. How you know because it is like a this movie is kind of like not perfect either. There is some like roughness to it. Which actually speaks yeah. to like it adds to the quality of the film. Absolutely adored it. We'll watch again. Um, and my Oscar goes to drum roll, please, Shorty. The Safdie brothers. I'm giving two, baby. Shared oh, credits. Shit. Go on, director. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. They're, they're right there. Cue together. You're allowed to give an Oscar to two people. Yeah, you are. All right. Yeah. The Safdie brothers. brothers. They did I'm that. taking Ooh. that one because I knew that was going to be popular. And they obviously maestroed the whole movie. So. Thank you, Safty. Thank you, Benny. Thank my you, Josh. Guess, my guess is that Jordan will give it to Julia Fox. Well, isn't it funny in good time, Shorty? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the goblin mode. Isn't it funny, Shorty, too? With, I think it's maybe Benny Safty. You know, one of them. They'll try to like, was he the guy trying to act in good time? Isn't it funny how like they always try to be an actor at the start, like Tarantino? And yeah, now no, they're like, funny. I'm just going to focus on directing, like, which it. is probably- my, 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 job, my job is behind the camera. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's not, a, he's not an ugly looking dude, but he's not a hot looking dude either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he exactly. cuts himself as, which is probably, I don't know, maybe it's like a bit wrong That's these days. That's a good theme, probably. What's that? People who People, fail. like directors <laughs> who acted in their own movies. Yeah. And he did not He did a very good job in a good time. Anyway, like he's very sympathetic, which was the role. Like, yeah. that's what the Fuck purpose man, of the role was. How good is that line, though? He's like, what, you think you're fucking better than me? He's like, yeah. Oh, that actor. That's not the actor. Yeah, he plays the brother. No, I know it's not. I know, that actor, though, like- he is so... F- what happened to him? I want actually... Mm, I want to go down and rabbit hole with him. Jordan, who's your Oscar? I'm going to just search. I really like that actor. I'm also I mean, done. Shorty, Shorty got it right. Like, is is breakthrough <laughs> actress, like, an Oscar? Breakthrough. Well, no, considering that's her first acting role... I think she pretty she did. Yeah, but really it was well. it was written and designed for her by the Safties. Just I remember mean, still, that. She's like the it was one molded that, like, for came her. Came up with the idea for the tattoo on the ass scene. I think <laughs> she, she got... did good. I'm used for uncut I, res- yeah. I respect it. That's the thing though. Like you're that supporting like... actress. Let's go. <laughs> well, the thing is too, Jordan. You're talking about Julia Fox, right? And you're talking about how like brilliant she is. I think the director saw her. Brilliant. I said well, her acting was brilliant. Well, the thing is too, <laughs> like, and you she. Sh- and she suggested the tattoo, right? I feel like <laughs> the directors are so like enamored with her like thought process. Like, okay, why would you do a tattoo here? Like, it's per- like I'm not. They're not dumb enough to think of that uh, like motive <laughs> in a weird way. Well, there's anything she said, they're like, yeah, write that down, write that down. Yeah, write that down, write that down. <laughs> like, I can't, we can't think of anything this stupid or something. Like, or this strange or this like solution. Like, they can't. Their brains not processed like that. So everyone's unique. So it's, her outlook on life is probably very interesting. The way she's gone goblin mode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so far, so you're right. I reckon she does deserve an Oscar. You convinced me. Thank you. Cool. Well, Shorty, you got it's open slather now, mate. You know um, what, what are you giving it to? Yeah, I'm actually going to give it to cinematography because all nice. the scenes that are in the the diamond shop when they're going like tracking Howie or tracking people when they go between like the front room and the back room and the way that that like really lends itself to the urgency and tension and especially that scene where they're trying to fucking open the door. And it's like, 
it's tense, man. You're like, get the fucking metal shavings. Get the fucking metal shavings. He's like, I'll fucking do it. And he has to like, go in the back. <laughs> and it's just like all that swap- swapping between oh, yeah, that, like, that- tracking shots, steady cam. It's really good, man. Well, the opening scene 100% just sets the sets a, sets a, like, table for the whole movie. Like the complete disruption of everything. And it's just like, what's actually going on there? They're just showing some guy like a, a rock and some watches and stuff. Like nothing. It's not that crazy. This is the way it's yeah. shot and shown. It's like, what the fuck? Um, Shorty's your cinematographer. His name is Darius Gahonji. Very, very renowned cinematographer. He did Seven, Midnight in Ooh. Paris. Yeah, he's very um, accomplished. He did that um, movie with uh, Bong Joon-ho, the fucking name is the guy who did Okcha. And he also did one of your favorite movies, Shorty, um, The Funny Games, the remake. I don't know oh, if you watched nice. remake yet, but probably that's shot nice. for shot the same. Don't pick that movie, Shorty, because... You know, I'll be disturbed, deeply disturbed by it. If you want to be disturbed, I was disturbed by the trailer, Funny Games. Oh, mate. Sorry, Jordan. Shane <laughs> sent me a fucking screenshot of a trivia that was like a doll was used for the raping of a baby scene. And I was like, Shane. <laughs> what? What movie is this? I didn't want to watch it, bro. I didn't want to watch it. I think you'll find this interesting, Shorty. You should watch it. <laughs> I'm not, I, you watch a trailer, Shorty, and you'll be disturbed by the trailer. It's like the strangers. Yeah, it's like, why are you doing this? It's like, because you answered the door. It's like, what the fuck, you little cunt. Link, yeah. Funny, link game, funny Games trailer. actually is- <laughs> You want to watch- Funny it? Games is actually a good movie. Yeah. The redo that is still directed by the same guy. He, shot there's shot. like one minor change that happens. Kate, uh, Kate Blanchett, right? Um, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts, that's it. Yeah. Like, something just happens to the wife like a few scenes earlier and that's it. But is it like the same sort of, like the same result movie sort of thing? Like, is it- Yeah, it is, yeah. It's exactly the same. There's just, like, just one thing happens slightly you, earlier in the movie. Who do you hate more? Do you, do you hate Michael Pitt? Because I know he's got one of those punchable faces. Or the, oh, one no, of the I foreign- I like it. I think he's really cute. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, the original, they're, yeah. not, they're not as hateable. Or, like, they're more hateable, I should say. Who's nah, more hateable? Nah, to be honest, the Michael Pitt and friends- He's so hateable. Like, so smug. I it's know, like that's what they You're portray. Like, oh, my God, I fucking, I fucking hate, hate that. Guys. I know. So, they, yeah, you do hate them more. That's that's good. But maybe there might be a language barrier thing too, Shorty. Maybe they like just yeah, they're, translates they're more. Like Go to ever suggest Jordan to watch it. You suggest to watch the um, remake or the original? Yeah, yeah. I would watch the remake, yeah. Yeah, so okay. you don't lose. It's probably better for that fact of that you hate. I think that's the whole point is it just to hate these fuckers. Like, what's the whole point of that movie? I that's why I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, in a way. Like, I think the way that. Um, Hanukkah directs movies I think is always like pretty detached from the stories that are happening so it just seems like it's just fucking with like you. one of those things you go like oh like what if you know like mm. what if and that's sort of like all of his stories like what if what if this happened and like what impact would it have because he has like a new movie where it's just like imagine like you met two strangers when you were traveling and then you went to go to their home and like they were psychos uh, so it's just sort of like small little Thoughts that you have in the shower or, like, walking down the street taken to their extreme is basically what I would say that Hanukkah movies are. Fuck. All right. Well, that was a good fucking little five-minute segment of that funny games. But, yeah, if you like us and you like- If you actually more like Shorty, you'll like funny games. It, well, we'll cover it eventually, I think, because I feel like it is interesting. Yeah. I just don't have the stomach for it yet, which I might do it, but I just- uh, I don't know. Too much empathy, it's I not think, a, It's not as bad as you think. It's not as I'm bad. I'm too like, empathetic for, compared to you, though, Shorty. You have no, like, soul, bro. I hate to break it to you. Mate, I'm so empathetic. I'm so empathetic. All I heard then was pathetic, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we all got our Oscar picks? Yep. Done? All right. So, 
we end the podcast the same way with three clues for the next episode. So, Jordan, what's your first clue? Okay, well, it's an animated family film, lighthearted comedy. <laughs> so, it's a barnyard. Is it a, um, a four-quadrant film? Do you know what quadrant film means, Jordan? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, it means it's for the dad, it's for the mother, it's for it's a boy, it's for a girl, it's for children, it's for, like, every family member. I'm going to say With yes, because the- there's, okay. there's jokes in the film that are unique. Um, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a blockbuster, and he is a—he's uh, a renowned character in both film and television. Roger Ooh. Rabbit, Shrek. I wish oh, it was television. Roger Rabbit. Venture closer to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh my god! I I'm a goofy goober. Rock. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, Quentin's cool, favorite right. movie at one point. So I've seen this enough. <laughs> he it was my favorite movie funny. forever. Really? So. He has a. It's really one of your favorite movies. It is. So, I love. So enjoy I love this. Bro. Enjoy this theme, Shorty. What do you think about doing a th- uh, three movies each coming up in 2023? So three yeah. picks. You want to do that? Yeah. Jordan had yeah. her turn. Maybe that should be the next theme coming up. Um, yeah, so cool. good. I have more vampire movies in the bank. <laughs> 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 we might do a theme of um, lame-ass flawed characters and maybe you can pick a vampire movie, which would be mm. Twilight, New Dawn. Um, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm actually getting- Bad CGI? Now. Bad CGI. Bad CGI? Damn. Um, anyway, Twilight. so the, the baby. how will you guys end Uncut Gems? Like, what would you add or change or anything like that? Mm. It's to be something. It could be um, your girl, Julia Fox- you know, oh, run away I've with that guy with Michael Douglas impersonator. <laughs> I, my change would be to have Julia Fox in it more. No, it's the ending. So you want to have the ending will be like a... No, a, do you remember when we do the, the ending scene or like the, oh, the my sequel bad. bait? And don't forget your trope either about your darkness, which is, fuck, another dark movie ending. I'll go first. Um, so pretty much he's bleeding all over the floor. It goes into his head. Like he's gone through all like the gems and stuff. And then it starts connecting like Spider Man, like the credits in Spider Man, <laughs> no, and then you and it starts. Then the whole movie starts as Spider Man. <laughs> you just watch that movie. It could be a good like double feature, or maybe <laughs> it's, it's Spider Man on the on the colon table. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's just uncut gems. Except how is Spider Man? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's um, pretty good with um Spider Verse too. How to have like the out of shape Spider Man? That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, dude, the new Spider Verse. It's got oh Spider Man twenty ninety nine in it. I'm into it. That's so good, dude. He looks like yeah. such a fucking killer. Good character. The comics are pretty interesting too. It's good. There's like a is that a spin off comic? Is it the Spider Verse? No, not Spider Verse, but Spider Man. The Marvel Morales. Oh, okay. Not even him. So it's even that. So that character itself is it always anti hero him or not? Um, it's just. No, nah, not really. Like he's sort of a good guy, but his powers are just a bit different and a bit more like violent. So, well, it was yeah. he seemed like yeah, like maybe Miles fucking fucked his wife or something. <laughs> the way he's fucking beating his ass yeah. down, dude. And he like I pins know, him good. after his like sling. Oh my god! Anyway, watch the trailer yeah. and watch Funny Games. Shorty, how would you end the movie? Uh, okay. So to follow on, I think with the themes of like the gem pretending to be cursed, but it's just people making bad decisions about their entire life. So it goes into. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it goes like into. Like a genie type um, thing or not? The Wishmaster? No. Have you seen Wishmaster, no. Shorty? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, fuck, it's funny. Okay, keep going, sorry. Uh, it goes into Adam Sandler's face, right? <laughs> Does the gem stuff. But then it transitions to, like, sort of like a colon, 
accept it. Cool. Uh, you love this coal and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's and it's giving birth. It's a Cronenberg then, future. <laughs> no. And Julia Fox Ooh, is giving birth. Oh, But it's like, it's, yeah, you son. know what I mean? His so son. it's sort of like connecting it to the front. No, it's not him, but it's just like like no, it's his now, son. Now right? because of because of like everyone's bad mistakes in the movie, this guy doesn't have a father, and it's like, will the curse follow on? I don't know. I love it could be that. the it could it could be the weekends kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is cool. it like has that weird haircut coming out of the womb? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, Jordan, how are you going to end it? Speaking of the weekend, <laughs> the ending where um you know. What's his name? The the helicopter pilot brings her the bag of money and like loads it into the limo, and she's like, he's like, come with me, baby, come up to the penthouse, and like is being weird. She's like, oh no, thank you, and shuts the door, and um, the, she says to the limo driver, like, you can go now, and she then says, thanks for waiting for me, baby, and it pans over Aww. to the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I'm still hard. And then they start snorting coke Damn. and having mad, crazy coke sex in the back of the limo. I thought it was like and it drives almost heartfelt the then. Of course, you do something dark like that. So, <laughs> as the audience, like, we've got to restructure the whole ending, right? He's like saying he's one, he's one, he's not dead yet. And that's when you're like, maybe it cuts and you might think it's Howie in the limo. And it's actually the weekend. So, you think, Ooh, like, oh, she's actually, true. she actually is like a good girlfriend. Oh, wait, it's the weekend. And then he gets it shot. Make it's it more like, seamless. Yes. Yeah, make it more seamless. So make it like a red herring. How he's like, let, like unlocks the door and goes, let's go get my girl. And then like cuts to the limo. And then like that shit happens. And he cuts back and he's like, gets shot in the head. It's like, fuck. Very dark <laughs> ending. Get very dark ending, Jordan. You're always getting this fucked up shit. Thank let's you. Let's not make it a tr- We don't have to make it a trope there because you are really like light and bubbly person. We don't want to like warp you into it like a shorty mm. type person. <laughs> Oh, and also um, the ghost of Adam Sandler haunts her through her life after that, by the way. Oh, my God. Just to add that <laughs> on. Casper. I did come up with that agents. originally. But did you? I I'm, glad, I'm glad you changed it. I like the realism because this movie is grounded in this crazy good way. Um, all right. Mm. So, Sh- Shorty, sign off. Um, everyone should go and watch the new P- Pinocchio and is it good? the menu. Yeah, it's good, man. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's fucking good. Could you hear, can you hear Ron Perlman? Good voice, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fuck, good. I, I was like, him "Fuck so man, much. that's a, such an iconic voice." Fuck. All right, I'm watching it for him. I will watch it. Actually, um, is it a children's movie? Can my nephew and niece watch it with me? How much do they know about fascism? <laughs> Enough to go over their head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do they think it'd be sad that a puppet goes to visit death? I yeah, probably not. I can be fine. No. I thought, it's like, I thought it was a spoiler then, by the way. No, it's like depends depends how clued in they are because it's like pretty full on, but also it should be fun. We should do the tags. Maybe we should sign off with the tags. Maybe that should be the thing. We should always go through the tags. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should make it our ending thing. So sign off. Do you want to do that? End with tags for uncut gems. Yeah, your favorite game. I mean it. All right. Um, Uh, What's your name? Just 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 so Jordan doesn't feel left out. Jordan, you have a sign off. (laughs) Before we before we stop sign offs, (laughs) you have the last sign off. You have the sign off to sign offs. Adios. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Okay, good Damn. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. Just like, All right, yeah. I've got the tags. So, oh, Shane. okay, I've already. Okay, go. It's fine. Jordan, you go first. What do you think? Give me like three words that you think you would tag this movie with. Tense. Or hard, as Weekend would say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so. How are you even this tense? <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say, tense suspense, and then there's gonna be something like not quite right. It's gonna be like mafia. 
right. Do you know what I mean? Like that, it's the closest thing that's going to make people click it and kind of like feel it, feel sure. what the movie's trying to portray. Yeah, right. but it's not. What bright. do you think, Shane? I know, I know, gambling's one because I glimpsed that. I probably forgot the rest. So, hit me with a uh, gem <laughs> or rock. <laughs> I, I give up. I don't know what is it, Shorty. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the first one is neo noir. Nice neo because yeah yeah okay good yeah oh. I think it's because of that uh, one see, scene. See, that's kind of mafia, is it not? Is I don't, like, I don't, no. I wouldn't class it's just as like that. an. It's like a modern crime. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. even class it. I would. That's probably the thing I wouldn't class it as neo noir. Yeah, um, I definitely it's not. Okay but I think it's because that neo scene has like blackled it. Maybe that's why they did it. Yeah, and because Keanu Reeves was in it for a bit. Yeah, nice. Um, jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said rock. Money. Rock is technically. Yeah. yeah. Money. I mean, I get gem. That's okay. Uh, money, murder, and then gambling. Murder. That's that's Damn fucking it. spoilers. The spoiler for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that was my sign off too. If you were talking to a guy and you get intimate with a guy. And you say your dick is tense, like it's so tense. Is that like a good descriptor, or is it like is that weird from being hard? What's the I'm with gonna, that? I'll I'll test it out and I'll let you know. <laughs> you test it out as well, Jordan. Yeah, His I will. Dick is so tense. I'll test down that today. <laughs> See, there you go. See how, actually, I wanted to know this experiment if it actually works. You're so Damn, tense. Damn, Quingo. Sexualize it though, Jordan. So you have to sexualize it. You can't be like it's so tense. Like this is tense. It's like what the? F- I reckon you'll spin him for a loop. All right, we'll end it Please on the end. Stop telling me how to dirty talk to your brother. That's gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That's a good way to end it. <laughs> Deleted. What do you think this is? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Only place I find out